Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the DJO Nightly News Podcast. We have a great show for you today with really just a great lineup of guests. First of all, here I am, Diego Garcia, your host. We have our producer, Brooke Tran, to speak to you guys today. And finally, our mystery guest, Walter Witt. We have a great, just fantastic things to talk about today. Pretty short, but it's going to be very substantive. To begin... Congratulations to Donald J. Trump, the presumptive uh, Republican nominee for the 2016 presidential election. Okay, I guess that's where we have. Uh, thoughts? I'm going to guess he doesn't win. Yes, I cannot. <laughs> or the uh, election. I, I would say there's a snowball's chance in hell that he wins. Um, my standby, what I've always said, that Hillary Clinton will be the president of the United States in 2016. I'm guessing she's a one-term resident. You think? Well, you see, there's a lot of uh, research on these. But in the past, we've seen time and again that after a party, a single political party, in this case it would be the Democratic Party, has held the White House for three consecutive terms, they never hold the White House for that fourth term. So I would think that, yes, she'd be a one-term president. Um, All right. So recently we saw... Uh, Donald J. Trump on the Cinco de Mayo, he put out a tweet saying that he loves Mexicans. Now, some people immediately rushed to point out the hypocrisy in this. Uh, Walter, what do you think about this? Do you think that he was right in putting out his tweet where he claimed to love Mexicans? Was that the picture of him? Yes. With the taco bowl? Absolutely. What? I have not seen those. Are you kidding? Well, I thought it was in poor taste. It was in very poor taste. And I'll show it to you now, Brooke. Come on, you gotta, you got to pay attention to my retweets. Sorry. Here it is. It's pretty great. Picture, there you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. And the best, somebody figured best out taco that bowls. if you look closely, this pack, the, the, that's, he's looking at a picture of his ex-wife in a bikini from like 30 <gasps> years ago. <laughs> oh that's God. definitely an Easter egg. And no also, that's way. all on this. So, for, have fun cutting this out. For the more astute viewers. Oh, my goodness. So, let's say that we have a Donald Trump 2020, Donald Trump 2016, Hillary Clinton 2016. Who do we see as their running mates? Brooke, who do you think? Now, before we speak, we do have to rule out one of the early contenders. That would be uh, Governor Chris Christie of... New Jersey. Well, does he that necessarily ju- rule him out, though? Well, it was said that he's in the transition team, so I feel like they're just kind of stuffing him in a role to kind of dispel speculation. Although, I mean, it always could be. But who do you think that isn't Chris Christie that could be the um, vice presidential nominee of the GOP? I think a possibility for Trump would be John Kasich, potentially. I think he would help him a lot in Ohio, swing state for those delegates. Oh, yeah. Certainly is. How about any other, any of the other earlier candidates? Uh, any, yeah, any of Blind those. Ted, Blind Little Marco. Ted. Have, have uh, either uh, John Kasich or Ted Cruz said that they would support Donald Trump? Neither no. of them have said that, and John Kasich was adamant in his uh, statement that he would not be a vice presidential nominee for anyone. Really? Yes. So... I mean, if you're offered the VP spot, I'm pretty sure it's going to be hard to turn it down. You Although, would say that. a number of high-profile Republicans have definitely said that they would not. 
many more have said, many more Republicans who are not high profile have said that if they were offered the position, they would say no. But I mean, they're in no Why way going to be that, offered though? to the position. So, uh, for publicity. Publicity, yeah. Uh, including that list of people who say they will in no way support Donald Trump are President George H.W. Bush, President oh. George W. Bush, oh. and Governor Jeb Bush, oh. which constitute. <laughs> The only surviving Republican presidents. So, the, you can see that the well, establishment Republican upset. Party does not support Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form. Oh, as well, Paul Ryan, ah, God bless his heart, Paul Ryan said that he would not support Donald Trump at this juncture. Oh, yes. But, and, and he said that he at would consider it at, at this juncture. So, so but, but, and not even but, but furthermore, sorry to interrupt you, Walter, we'll get back to you just momentarily. Um, Paul Ryan went so far as to say that if Donald Trump were to ask Paul Ryan to step down as, as the chairman of the convention, he would do so. So just want to put that out there. Walter, to you. So who does support Donald Trump? It seems uh, that... Not so, many people. Not I, haven't, I haven't been able to find one Trump supporter. So, Brooke, our producer, she was working very hard to bring a Trump supporter on the podcast today. Yes. But because of some future. logistical issues, that fell through. It will happen. Hillary Clinton's uh, <laughs> vice presidential nominees. Vice presidential candidates. Whatever. Um, I mentioned once Cory Booker, and you said that was not a good choice. I mean, it's not a swing state. Yeah. And it's not a swing state. Um, I do love Corey He's kind of fraught with some controversy. No, he's not. <laughs> what are you saying? He is high profile, though. He is high he's... profile. I'm not familiar. He would be the senator. senator? New Jersey, yeah, New, New York. A representative then, right? There were some, some uh, talk about putting Elizabeth Warren on the ticket, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think <laughs> I think that would be a major mistake really? by the Democratic Party. Why that? Because Elizabeth Warren, if she had supported Hillary, she would have said so beforehand. She's a Bernie supporter. Yeah, I was about quietly. to say, but I think that that would help her then reach those Bernie supporters who might be a little alienated. Less, yeah, less inclined to vote for her. I mean, surely over Donald Trump, but I I feel like that a, might put them more at ease if they had. Elizabeth Warren. A, a lot of what Elizabeth Warren stands for is the opposite of what Hillary Clinton stands Such as? For. Well, the coziness with the big banks. Oh. Wait, um, she stands for that? or Hillary Clinton is, more, is closer with the big banks than Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren drove the effort to break up the big banks long before Bernie Sanders broke onto the scene as a crusader for... Uh, Democratic Socialism. Democratic Socialism. Thank you very much, Walter. Okay, I'm looking up some potential VP nominees. It's interesting that Bill Clinton Bill signed Clinton. the repeal Favorite. of Glass-Steagall. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which allowed but for you, the merging of... You really cannot, you can't say that Bill Clinton and Hillary are the same person. I'm not. Well, you're insinuating that. I'm saying it's interesting that someone so close to Hillary Clinton led... Well, indicative of her coziness. 
Yeah, I mean, Glass, the repeal of Glass-Steagall allowed for the big oh, banks yeah. to continue doing what they're doing. And Hillary Clinton is known for having a semi-close relationship with the big banks. Some more possible Trump nominees, I'd say. Governor Nikki Haley, everyone's favorite. She's the sweetheart of the GOP. She did the State of the Union uh, response, didn't she? I thought they had an argument over Twitter, though, at some point. <laughs> they probably did. Let's, let's be honest. They probably did. <laughs> Joni Ernst, Iowa senator. Not familiar. Well, she's the Iowa senator, <laughs> and she is a possibility. Uh, as well as some of the earlier, um, <laughs> as well as some of the earlier uh, GOP candidates, like our Dr. Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson, <laughs> Governor Rick Perry. Wait, um, he ran. He was a yeah. Rick Perry ran. I mean, he ran four years ago. No, he ran this year, too. I did not know that. Yeah, no one did. Uh, Rick Scott, Florida governor, who got destroyed in Starbucks. Wait, the producer of Alien? Didn't you show us no. the Ridley Scott? No, Rick Scott, not Ridley oh, Scott. So close. Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich, that's all you need to say. I've seen him at really? a restaurant eating. Whoa. Wow. What restaurant was this? It was The Palm in Tyson's. Ooh. It's quite uh, exciting. That's nice. When I was in Maine uh, for my birthday in the summer going into eighth grade, I saw former President George H.W. Bush eating wow. lobster. Of course. Oh my god. Yeah. Starstruck. I was very starstruck. I also saw him on his boat. Did you get an autograph? Cool. I was, did not. But I did get a picture. Super grainy. Um, Do you have that picture? I could probably find it. <laughs> I would like to see that. I will find it. Uh, <laughs> former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin, who doesn't love Sarah Palin? Brooke. Who doesn't love Sarah Palin, Brooke? Brooke. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know, okay. Uh, among the other people who have rejected Trump, we see... <laughs> we see <laughs> former presidential candidate Mitt Romney, who's talking with leaders of the... <coughs> Effort to create a third-party alternative to Donald Trump. He is. Yeah, he's talking to them. And former president, former presidential candidate, Senator Lindsey Graham of the great state of South Carolina. One more major topic to talk about today: Micro Center. The best, the greatest place in the world. Let's hear about it. Where is Micro Center to begin with? It's by Nutley Street. It's in the Pan Am Shopping Center. Okay. And what does Micro Center sell? Everything you could ever require. Nice. To do what? How often do you go to Micro Center? Like once every three weeks. Okay. And what was the last thing you purchased in Micro Center? Um, I think a new stylus for my art tablet. Do you do art? No. <laughs> I use it to play video games with. Okay. And what was the best purchase you've made at Micro Center? Oh gosh. Best and worst. Aside from the penny, the one penny. Please I tried, tell us about I tried, the penny story. I was looking around Micro Center one day on a Friday, and I got to the back of the store. And if you've ever been to Micro Center, it takes some time to get to the back. And I found a refurbished box of PSP game cases. And they were being sold for one penny. One penny, Brooke? One penny. And so I bought them. 
How many of those did you buy? Four. So four sets. Well, no, they just had one package. Ah. Of, for wow. one penny. Yes. So I actually had a PSP once, and my cases were falling apart, and I never stopped playing my PSP. Which, very good. Which games did you play? Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, of course. So, Rogue Squadron or... Oh my god, no, just the basic Battlefront 2. So what I did, it, the game, the game case was falling apart because it was the only game I ever played on the PSP. You glue and it. I, you see, I didn't know that, so it just stopped working, so I was like, oh well, I guess I'm just going to never play this game again. <laughs> so I distorted, it, and then over the summer, going into senior year, one day I was bored. Actually, no. It was during winter. it was during our snowmageddon this year when we weren't having finals or midterms or whatever it might be. And I was like, "Huh, maybe I can fix this." Because I was like cleaning under my bed. Apparently, <coughs> all I had to do was take a strip of tape and tape it over, and then cut off the excess tape. And I did it, and it worked fine. And that's how I spent my entire snowmageddon break. True story. Walter, back to you on your one penny purchase of Micro Center. Now, what is your worst purchase of Micro Center? Um, I bought a graphics card there once. And how, did it not work or something? It was an older model, and it was expensive. And so I took it back, and I went to Best Buy, mm -hmm. and I got a newer model graphics card. All right. Well, that... It's, it's quite the event, quite the story. Well, we will make sure the next time we need to buy a graphics card, we will consider Best Buy just as strongly as we do Micro Center. Well, Walter, I think our time's just about run out. I thank you very much for oh. your... Oh, no. We have a surprise guest for us right here <laughs> right now. Dave Salas, Bishop O'Connell soccer team, is ready to talk about an exciting development. Okay, so what we're going to talk about today is Leicester City winning the title in Premier League. Um, it's quite extraordinary because they're a team from the second division, and they came up to the first division and just kind of, you know... Wiped the floor Wipe with, every, the floor. with oh. everyone else and came on top and everyone was not thinking that they were going to win the title, but they did and they proved everyone wrong. Thank you, Dave. No problem. Appreciate it, Dave. Yep. Hope you have a nice afternoon. All right, you too, Dave. Well, that brings a conclusion to the Bishop O'Connell DJO Nightly News Stock and Finance Club podcast this for this week. We will be back next week or next year with another round of exciting podcasts for you, our beloved listeners. Thank you so much. And for one of the final times, this is Diego Garcia signing off.